Hello and welcome to Get Scold with Marcelo Lonzo. Today I have the beautiful, lovely, gorgeous Anna Fox. Thank you so much for coming on. I so much appreciate it. And I'm glad to have you on because you are just so absolutely gorgeous. Um, last <laughs> night I was looking over and I said, I hope I don't fuck this up because she's so beautiful. And I've done that with certain women interviewing them. I've I've like choked and don't know what to say. And, and then I, you know, and it's a good intimidation that I have. You know what I'm saying? Like... Because I'm in the presence of a, a beautiful, smart woman. So thank you. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, like you said, you told me you got into the adult industry in 2012, correct? Yes. yes. Yeah, it's been over 11 years now. And I want to be, I really have something of curiosity because um I started I started business in 1995 and you know I was in the strip clubs and I saw like racism right away in sex work, which is a terrible thing. And, you know, it, it has always, and I'm, I'm Hispanic descent, you know, um, I'm Puerto Rican, I'm Cuban. And my early days, I just experienced this. And I saw it and I saw it a lot with a lot of my girlfriends, like we would have to work certain shifts, you know what I mean? We couldn't work night. And then all of a sudden this thing comes in and I'm like, they're letting her work at night. But how was it in 2012? Because I know things changed. Things have changed and evolved from my early days. Yes. When you got in it, yeah, yeah. And I feel, you know, and I'm just curious, when you got in in 2012, share with me that experience. Man, it was it was crazy in 2012 because it was kind of like the end of the rock and roll era of porn, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um uh, like a lot of things were changing like porn was changing the way it was being shot like one of my f- first shoots like you would shoot like five scenes in a day and there's like a whole bunch of people in a house just just milking scenes out and then like quickly changed to like just one scene a day uh, more paperwork uh, more professionalism things like that but from the beginning in porn like there was like racism right away but I didn't necessarily see it as racism because porn is already fucked up. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> so it, it, to me, I was just like, I kind of, I kind of expected it because of the titles, like the way that they would title things. Like, my God, if you were Asian, then you had to pretend like you couldn't speak English or, you know, mm-hmm. if you're Latina, then you, you got titled, the you got titled this or that. So it was kind of like porn overall was racist, like, and fucked up. Yeah. Uh, so it just it seemed normal here in a weird way. And it wasn't until like years later where I was like, oh, my God, that shit was fucked up. There was, <laughs> that was really bad. <laughs> that that was that was completely unnecessary. And I don't know why we were ever navigating that way. <laughs> I know it's terrible. That's because I the early days that it stuff just seems scary. And yeah. of course, like in the 90s to the early 2000s, it was all about, it was all the stereotypical blonde Barbie doll. Um, and and that was it. And, the, and around, I remember 2010 was when I finally could ditch the blonde hair and I could be a brunette. Mm-hmm. And that was a very glor, And I felt finally like free, yeah. like I could be myself. I could be 
you know, I didn't have to be this, what they wanted, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. And it was a, a very. Someone else. You could be yourself, more yourself. Right. Right. About 2000. So right before you came in, I remember that. And, and, and it was, a, you know, and I love today. Um, I was at Exotica a couple of weeks ago. And I love the way I see some of the companies like Ricky's room. He had a big, huge booth. He had a lot of beautiful girls there. And it, it was just, it was gorgeous. And it's, um, you know, and you see a variety, a beautiful variety. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, and, but it, it was just sad that, that unfortunate stuff that went down, but so you, you got into the business and, uh, God, for the 11, 11 years, you've done how many scenes now? Seven, it was like 700 I read in your bio or something. Yeah, it said something like that. Like, I don't I know like, where I'm from, but <laughs> it's like insane to see that number. I'm like, wow, you really did that? <laughs> Guess so. <laughs> yeah. So you, you've been a hard worker from day one. Yeah, I've taken like mini breaks here and there but like at the max like a month um oh. you know like not like I haven't I haven't had the chance to like take a year off or something like that but just because I always find like a project comes up and you're like well if I can do it then I'm gonna do that you know you just kind of like you kind of want to do everything that you're capable of doing um so yeah, it's been a it's been a minute. <laughs> wow, amazing work! What now? When you were younger, did you have this with other jobs and stuff like that? With school, always just working and and all that—a great work work ethic. Definitely, I feel like I've been competitive from day one. Uh, I have a lot of siblings, so I would always like either like race them or try to climb something faster. I always had good grades. Um, I always like, if there was a way to move up a ladder, I was like, I'm going to do that. I always show up on time. It's just, it's just like how I grew up, like how I was taught and it, and it pays off because a lot of the times, um, people cancel or they don't show up or they're late and a lot of last minute things happen and they're like, Hey, can you be here last minute? Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. People. Cool. <laughs> that's that's a great skill because a lot of now I feel like nowadays um people just don't want to work or people don't want to go through which I but it's one thing I'm old now though so I have an excuse I can, <laughs> I can just take it but I've noticed that the younger generation it they're just not I'm like what's going on man when I was young I'd be there wherever and I've, mm-hmm. I've always had to bust because I've had a child at a young age so I had to just I had to pay rent, pay school payments, do whatever. Yeah. Yeah. What do you mm-hmm. say your motivation is? It's just, that's just a natural drive in you? Um. Well, I feel like um, I get more motivated when people don't think I can do something. Um, you know, like I never really gave a fuck about sports, but if somebody doesn't think I can do good at something, then I'm going to try it uh-huh. and I'm going to be good at it. Um, and the same thing like with porn, um, I don't think I would have planned to do it so long if people didn't say, if people didn't try to put a limit on it, they're like, Oh, you're black. You're not going to be here long. Well, why would you say that? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I just got in and like a whole bunch of people would say that to me and I'd be like, well, okay, no, well now I want to stay because you don't think I can stay here. <laughs> like, I can do, I can do what I choose to do. So if I'm going to, if I'm going to do good, it's because I want to, if I'm not going to do it, it's because I choose not to. So I just choose to do, 
choose to do good and I especially with porn it's like I'm not gonna put my pussy on the internet and not do good <laughs> like I'm not gonna try to be the best porn star I can be if it's on there right 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 I see you <laughs> love animals back there you have a is yeah. it a dog or a cat I can't it's my a dog oh okay oh, how cute he's a little chihuahua <laughs> yeah this is pepper <laughs> oh i had oh how cute i love i love animals i have uh if i tell you how many animals you'd think i'm crazy i have three dogs two cats so much work and so sometimes you might see well my cat's right over here i just couldn't see it because i have bad vision mm-hmm. um but it, yeah i love love my animals and they're such a good stress relief you know they are <laughs> yeah yeah so um you you got into porn and you just kept on from day one and never and just was always there and you showed your credibility and all that and how tell me now when you got it because I see you're wearing Playboy shirt and, and um how did you get involved with Playboy um well uh a lot of credit is due to my friend Holly Ruprecht that works there mm-hmm. uh, is one of their creative directors um I got my first shoot with them because she kind of put my name in the mix. She, I, I had worked with her on set with Hustler, mm-hmm. um, um, with Axel Braun and stuff. She worked in that building. Um, so she recommended me. And then my shoot that they had chose for me was so generic, um, and just basic. And I was just like, man, I feel like they just like had like a, like a print cut out, like a doll page and like put doll copy. <laughs> and I was like ah it like this is playboy or like at the time it wasn't it wasn't quite playboy it was like an association um mm-hmm. so uh that they were like co- collaborating I think with met art um mm-hmm. so they I got a shoot for them and it just was like so basic I was like I I'm gonna bring my own shit and <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna take over um so I did that twice and Holly was kind of like um you should just do this and I was like what do you mean she's like you should be a producer and I was like a producer for like who and she's like for playboy you should wow. help us porn stars and bring us specifically women of color because we have a problem with diversity um so if you're willing to take the job we're willing to give it to you and I was just like well that's fucking easy because <laughs> you know like as somebody that's you know a woman of color like I I'm like there's just roles that you can tell that they just put woman and they inserted your name. Like they didn't look at you as the woman. Right. 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 It just seemed easy. I was like, all I got to do is like pay attention to the person and like do what they like. And that's all I've done this whole time with producing for them is just pick a model. What does she like? And then put her in a room with what she likes and she naturally does what she does and we film it and she's beautiful. (laughs) Oh so my God, that's really amazing. That's a, I did not know that. I knew you were producing, but I didn't put the two together. You know what I mean? I read your bio and I did a yeah. little research or whatever, but that's that's absolutely amazing. That because yeah. um, I love when I see I love when I see sex workers in general do other stuff or take lead, and we do need their. You know, growing up, I was like, I'll never get a Playboy. I'll never get in this. I'll never get, like, I'm just going to be a stripper, you know? Yeah. Like, And I was happy. The bills would get paid. That's all I cared about because I didn't see that representation as a child. Right. And, you know, I get I get so mad now when you have certain people, oh, it's all about this. It's all about that. Yes, it's all about that. Okay? Because <laughs> for years, we had to see something else. And it's getting boring and it's old, you know what I'm saying? Right. So 
Um, that is just wonderful that they, they, that now you're producing, I'm, wow, I'm flattered. I'm like lost for words. Like, wow, that's, that's a, that's a position of power. (laughs) Yeah. It's pretty cool. I never thought in a million years, well, I never thought I would be one, a sex worker or pretty cool one. And then Mm -hmm. producing playboy, uh, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty awesome. Um, especially seeing the reactions from the the, my friends because like I know these women that I I produce um so like seeing the reaction of my friends like just being happy and thankful to like have the opportunity to work for the brand is is really awesome so I feel like Santa Claus <laughs> oh and you're, you're giving back to the we we really need people like you in position of power that knows how it feels and to give back to others yes yeah. this is yeah. so important because a lot of people want to be in front of the camera but you know we also need diversity behind the scenes to give light to diversity because it's it's just that's the only way it's it's gonna you know be seen and and I've witnessed through the years a beautiful change that is just it's you know like I said like there's so many different careers here I was this little like kid in ESL like oh I can't do this I can't do that because what I saw on TV felt so impossible you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying and you know I I was born in this country but oftentimes I'm treated like I'm not you know simply because of my name simply because of I don't look like you know uh, the Karen next to me you know what I'm saying like and we need this site. We need, we need this. And that's a very beautiful, what's the most, that being said, what's the most favorite shoot that you say you've produced for somebody that you just got your ultimate, that you were like, wow. And you just felt so fulfilled. Um, Hmm. Probably. Um, it's kind of hard because all of them, <laughs> All of them, they're like each person's so sweet and they're all like so unique. Um, but I feel like probably my first one, because uh-huh. um, it was the first time doing it, and my my first model was Misty Stone. Um, I really wanted to like come out the gate guns blazing because <laughs> I just wanted to prove like how much I cared. And to me, Misty Stone was like the one girl when I started that like everybody was like, Misty's that bitch. She's a fucking deep, like she's the queen. And I was just like, wow, yes, she is. (laughs) So I just, I was like very honored that she accepted my invitation to shoot her, that she trusted me to shoot her. And the day went smoothly um, and she's fucking stunning. So she was, she was effortless. And for my first time shooting and producing someone, uh, she made it really easy. And it kind of like set the tone for the rest of the shoots to go to go the same way I was like well if I just pick a person with personality that's stunning and deserves it like it, the day shall go, should go good even if everything fails like even if the cameras break and everything it still be a good day <laughs> wow that's am- you know what I, I live here in New York and one time I was on the subway and a couple guys they, they were younger they were probably in their 20s but they were debate they the, they were talking about different porn stars 
And they all were like, who's the most legendary? And it was like, they were throwing up Misty Stone and they were, they were throwing, I forgot the other person's name. I'm sorry. Okay. But (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember who else, but I remember like they all voted for Misty Stone for like the most legendary. And then here I was like, I kind of, I was like, wow, times have times have changed. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I just thought, wow, this is so beautiful. So hearing that, you know, you pick Misty and then remembering my little like subway story, you know, here in New York, I'm like, wow, that's so like, wow. Amazing and beautiful. She's like, she's (laughs) <laughs> yeah no she I've interviewed her a long time ago because I was doing a different project and um she's full of personality and uh yeah she's she's amazing it was easy I, I almost didn't even have to do anything she just wow. she didn't work for me because she's so cool <laughs> yeah no that's yeah that's great so you have uh now you have a love of produce you're still producing correct and and uh you have this project what else is going on with you um in your world right now currently um I feel like um like I I like split my time between like shooting for studios which as much as I love it it's kind of like redundant like it's Mm. like repetitive and like, even when I'm excited, I'm like, ah, I'd rather be doing something else. Um, so producing um, for my OnlyFans, uh, I really wanted to make sure I'm like, you know, anybody can like set up a phone and stuff. But like, I, I like attention. <laughs> and I like breaking records and stuff. So I was like, well, how can I like make my OnlyFans stand out from other ones? Um, so like this year, I'm, I'm sure every girl has been a fan of Barbie um so the barbie movie was coming out and i i don't know why i didn't really hear about it until like a month or two before it came out so i got this idea i was like can i put a bunch of girls in a big old mansion and like make a barbie parody and we had 30 days to come up with the like five different scenes pick a pick a list of girls get them information get everybody tested and everything but we pulled it off and i think we I wish I could remember the exact number, but I think we had, we had 20 dolls and we had a 17 girl orgy, um, with five and five different scenes. So we pulled it off and like, that's been a lot of fun. So I think, I think pretty good at producing. So I'm just going to keep trying to put, Oh, you are, you are creative. Yeah. I like putting people in spaces together and Uh seeing what, because it usually it usually works out like a lot of people became friends and then collabed later so if I have a space and I can put people in a space that they benefit from not only just the shoot but like now you have connections it's like networking in an orgy <laughs> that's an excellent idea especially when you catering to what's like popular and that bar they did a lot of marketing for that barbie they movie sure did. yeah they sure they, did. yeah <laughs> I I didn't get to see it I'm one of those rare people I just was it, it wasn't that I didn't want to see it. I just, oh, what, what, share the review, Chris? I didn't, I didn't see it until like a month ago. <laughs> I, I felt bad. I thought, yeah. well, I, have, I still haven't seen it because I just, yeah. you know, I, um, this year I've done like, no, within less than 15 months, I've done 92 podcast episodes because I have another podcast. So, and my thing is I have, you probably, let me see if you see my sign, but I opened up an LLC Latina Productions right there. 
Um, so my thing is to, I'm trying to open up a podcast network for, you know, that's more feminine and for the LGBTQ community. Um, and I'm trying to slowly work on it. So I got a little busy this year. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I, yeah. I, it's more, and then I really care about when I'm doing podcasting where I try researching people or, so that's where my, so that's the only reason I didn't see the Barbie movie. Cause I just don't relax. I'm a, You're on earth. <laughs> I'm on earth. Yeah. Well, no, I, I live in America where it's like, you gotta just bust your butt, you know? Yeah. Then keep it rolling and all that constantly. So, um, but yeah, so I don't feel bad. You saw last month, so I'll have to get to it eventually. I turned, I don't know why, like I had so many invites to go watch it and opportunities to watch it. Um, my porn parody came out. I think we put it out like the day before the movie. So we kind of used their advertisement for our, oh, our- I love it. And I didn't, I did not watch it. So I was like, did we, were we even close to the plot or anything like that? That's just, that's the most creative, like, and I'm so bad with stuff like that. Like holiday, like, oh, the holidays are coming. I got to do this. Like, I'm terrible with holidays. So I was happy to, I was happy that I cut the Barbie thing. I was like, finally, I did it. (laughs) And that's, so you really put the energy into your OnlyFans. Yeah, I, I really, uh, <laughs> I want people who don't like me <laughs> to see how creative I am and be like, damn it, damn it, she's cool. <laughs> <laughs> and put the, gosh, I'm like, now I'm just going to have to go in there to subscribe to be like, like, wow. <laughs> to kick my, you have to do that sometimes is look at somebody else's only fans to nip yourself in the butt to step it up i'm sorry like and it's not cheating like it's you know what i'm saying you got to go and join pay a fee um some girls get personal but be like oh wow you know and yeah. you, you know what i'm saying like helps i subscribe to other people i just kind of like it's almost like my way of being lazy, like, uh, but it's not like, uh, there's a lot of other things that you could do, uh, that are simpler, but I'm like, nah, I'll just, <laughs> I'll just like <laughs> something creative. And then I'll just like put all the energy into that and be like, I did it. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's, it's true. It's, it's people don't, a lot of people don't realize, you know, only fans, God bless. Thank you for coming out. Thank you so much. But it turned into a full-time job. It it is. <laughs> it, and and I love my fans. Don't get me wrong. We love our fans, but you know, that 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 constant work is is crazy sometimes. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. I wish for all one person with one fetish and one desire, one type of lingerie that they liked, because there's a whole bunch of different fans. And if they want, like, with OnlyFans, they can get custom videos. Like, they'll be so close sometimes. Like, both Dale and 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 David, they both want a custom video. But one of them wants specifically purple stockings. And the other one wants black stockings. So I'm like, damn it, damn, I got to buy two different stockings for you guys. <laughs> right? And then you got to wait for Amazon for them to come in to bring the stuff. And then you're like... Don't get jacked. <laughs> right. Like, or, or, cause I want to know, I got the stockings the guy wanted and then I gave him the pictures and then he said, well, those don't look so white. And I'm like, but they were white. 
They're so specific. Like you can't fool a person that likes white stockings with cream or ivory. He's going to be right. like, um. <laughs> but when I ordered on Amazon and I even looked, I had, I, it, went, it was like a showing him, look what I bought. And it's a whole. Guys just like stuff. They specifically like yeah, things. Like yeah. I do. I have to say though, do, do you like the weird off request? Do you ever like the weird, like the stuff that's easy though, in a way, like I want mm-hmm. you to sit there and, and, um, with glasses on and play like a, like, and then tell me I'm a dirty, like, you know, dirty pig or something. Like I like the, to me, I like some of the, we, the, the off, not it's, but it's not so sexual type of stuff. I I don't know. Like, yeah. Yeah, more of like a verbal fetish with a specific look. Yeah. They just want to look. (laughs) Yeah, I kind of like those. Like, I'm like, cool, okay, cool, cool. Um, Do you do ever do conventions? And what are your feelings with that with conventions and all that? Or So currently, I only do um, X-Biz and AVN. I Mm -hmm. used to do the expos. Um, I... I feel like the first time I tried to do the exoticas, um, mm-hmm. I was really confused because I like legit went and I was like, ready to meet my fans. And like, I'm not sure how they are today, but like the the convention floor was empty and I, I'd be standing there at my booth and I'm like, damn, this is really fucking empty. Like why, where are all the fans? Where are all the girls? Like there's all these banners, but I don't see any g- girls. Why is that like uh, the expos are big, uh, escorting like kind of meet meet and greet thing right um and nobody told me that so i was just kind of like like genuinely like standing there like a doofus like i had no idea and i was so confused like like this one guy kept coming up to me and giving me like dropping a hundred dollars at a time and i was like i'm only selling stuff like the most expensive is a dvd for twenty dollars i don't have change like why is he giving me so much money <laughs> um and uh, so, no, I don't really do the exoticas because they're they're almost too close to the fans for me. Um, and I think because a lot of the girls do do those things, a lot of the fans just kind of expect certain behavior from from people. So it's harder to put up boundaries. Um, I just kind of like my fans were too close for comfort when I was at the exoticas. Like they they know where the, the convention is. They know that there's only one hotel nearby where you're staying. So like I would find myself after you sign um, up in a hotel room, like chilling with people that were like porn stars and stuff or whoever, or like, you know, people that sold dildos or something. Mm-hmm. And then there's the room too. And I'd be like, wait, who the fuck is, it? are we hanging out and taking shots with fans? Like, um, so it was just really weird. I didn't know how to like, like navigate it. And right. I'm not, I'm not the best um with the escorting thing, I'm not the best with um, personal contact unless I'm actually like getting paid for it. Like, unless like I, I'm going to work for that, you know, like otherwise, like it's like when people touch me, I'm like, <laughs> so... um, no, I, you know what? I realized that what you're sharing, um, I've, I've, because I have that stripper background, I, mm-hmm. I'm used to that and I can interact. But this last exotica, what you're sharing with me, Now I totally get it because Mm -hmm. I had some people come up to me that were very intrusive Uh and I live in New York and New Jersey's right there. And I never, 
I would the now I'm rethinking doing Jersey next year because they it was like they felt and I can handle somebody. Oh, I can knock right. somebody down real quick. And I usually um I can handle stuff, but this past year I noticed it was a level of it was some guys that were very intrusive and um you know what I'm saying? Like I had yeah. a like I had a little, I had a knock somebody in the balls once. Um like <laughs> Why'd you and, do that? Yeah, exactly. And and I finally understood what people like you were saying because they felt well, and some people would come up to me, well, you're in New York. When are you gonna? Oh yeah, when are we gonna, you know, come on, we can go mm-hmm. hang it like and I'm yeah. like and and then I even I'm I'm like I'm an old broad. After this, I'm going to the hotel room. I'm with my friend, my best friend. He's um I have a my best friend's a gay guy, uh Fiona mm-hmm. St. James. If, you know, shout out to him, always taking care of me. I'm like, we are, me and Fiona are going to go sleep, smoke a joint. And afterwards, that's it. But the level of like, oh, where are you going? You going to the after party? I'm like, no, I go, I don't go anywhere unless I get paid. That's what I said. Like I told that to a couple guys because the intrusiveness and the entitlement, you know, I I love my fans. Don't get me wrong. But um, now I finally understood because it was something of, because I live so close, they, they acted like, you know, oh, you can hang out with me tomorrow. Or, and I'm like, no, I, I got, a girl's mm-hmm. got shit to do in her life. Yeah. You know so I get where you're coming from because we, you know, we're women. We need to yeah. protect ourselves. And, <laughs> you know, anybody you meet, even a fellow performer or whatever, you need to build up this relationship and have this proper boundary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, yep. Just too close. I love them, but uh, I don't want, I don't want like to walk out, open my door and there's like fans walking up and down the hallway trying to figure out whose room is a party room and stuff. Like I got to go to sleep. Right, <laughs> I, love and then- my, I love comfort. I like taking my wig off at the end of the night. So I'm not trying to go get ice in my fans. <laughs> 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 I, I get you I'm there yeah because I'm me I'm like I need to go to bed real quick I need to take my edible um so and and then because I'm older I don't drink I one drink and I'm good yeah and I I I don't have this youthful energy anymore and, and, and you you know you you want you're like you you're about your work the next day you got to go somewhere you got to get on a plane yeah I'm thinking about I'm thinking about my my alarm clock going off probably at six o'clock so I can wake up and do X, Y and Z, get my hair and makeup done. I'm not trying to uh, I'm trying to be I like I like I like sex work to be professional, no matter what what form of it it is. And and the second that it's not, I'm like, nope, don't don't want to do it. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I hear you. That gosh, You were raised right, girl. I like this work standard. <laughs> I love this. I love that. I I love, I love this. I'm a hustler. You know what I'm saying? I'm like the hustler of all hustlers. I've done so many damn hustles, but I love meeting an individual that is about their cheddar. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's how, yeah. Fellow. (laughs) What sign are you, by the way? I'm all nosy. Scorpio. You are. (laughs) Really? but I'm a nice one. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. I, a lot of my good friends are Scorpios. I, I know a lot of Scorpios and um, I know a lot of Scorpios. Yeah. People but, don't like us. 
we finally talked to you. We're going to tell no, you the truth. <laughs> I'm going to tell you the only thing with a Scorpio that you don't do. Maybe this is why I get along with Scorpios. You don't mess with their man. No. You know what I'm saying? You don't mess all. with whoever they're romantically involved with and you'll be cool with a Scorpio forever. However, yeah. though, I'm a Gemini and I like to work and I'm not trying to like downplay, but I, I would a lot of Scorpios. I, the work, sometimes the work ethic is there. You know what I'm saying? And I know they're hard workers and they're independent. You know what I mean? Um, but wow, I've, you're, you're a hard working, you're the hard working. Like, <laughs> I didn't know if you were, I was thinking you were Aquarius for a minute. But, uh, no, that's in there somewhere, but <laughs> <laughs> maybe in your planets. Cause it's, it's all yeah. like how your planets are and everything, but I love your work ethic. I love Thank it. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> So um, you love doing your OnlyFans and yeah. all that. And that's great because it's it's just a, such a great independent thing. You it know is. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. 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 During the pandemic, how was it? How were things going? How did you feel, though? You were working a lot doing shoots and then all of a sudden that halt. How did that feel for you mentally, that halt? Um, I feel like... um the pandemic could have went so bad for me but I was like in a position that it was just kind of like a, a long vacation and that's kind of like what I wanted so I was kind of thankful for the break um as much as I like to shoot and stuff like that like uh I love to not have to get up in the morning work <laughs> mm. at my own pace like working at your own pace is a lot easier than somebody telling you like hey um we need you to work on Wednesday and it's going to be this and it's going to be that. And you got to clean out your butt or whatever. <laughs> like, wait, what? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it was, it was very, um, it was very fun. I um, was dating someone and we just basically ordered outfits on Amazon. And like, I took pictures every other day, drank a bunch of wine, gained a bunch of weight. <laughs> I did I didn't learn French or get boobs like everybody else. I did not know. I didn't know what's, what we were, I didn't know we could do that. Um, <laughs> so I just was, I was just straight chilling pretty much and very happy that I didn't have any obligations other than um, engaging with my fans um, okay. with the only, because before, before the pandemic, I didn't have time to uh, um, do only fans really. So I wasn't, my only fans wasn't really popping, you know, it was just right. chilling. And I think a, a lot of people like they, I know I short that thing saved my life during the pandemic, yeah. but um, I know some people even it, it's hard for me change. I do well with change, but yeah. some people I know during that time, that's why I asked that question data, you know what I mean? Like everybody's different how they can adjust it, but you should going from shoot to shoot to shoot. And then all of a sudden this damn shut down, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's why I'm curious how, you know, things reacted for you. I was chilling. I don't even like people. <laughs> so, <laughs> you don't even like what rule? I was like, oh yes. Like <laughs> it was like it was it was a breeze for me. I think um I almost felt guilty having such a easy time through the pandemic because everybody else seemed to be like struggling and going through it. Like I, I didn't catch COVID. I didn't I knew people that did catch it, but I didn't know anybody that passed from COVID um so oh I, I, I never got did you, you never got it either or 
No, I, I probably caught it before it was COVID. Like mm-hmm. I, I've had the avian flu, which I'm sure might have been COVID, but I've never tested positive for COVID. That's the same thing with me. I was mm-hmm. even around people and then I took the test going, oh, I've had to have it. And, and it came back negative. And I'm like, what? This is weird. Like, yeah. 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 I, I just, that whole time I was stuck in this New York apartment and, uh, I just, I, it was, it was crazy out here in, but you were in LA. So it was, yeah. everything was way more spread out. Yeah. It was, it was so quiet. It was the first time I've ever seen LA quiet. Like, uh, I live, I lived by the airport at that time. So I, I would constantly hear traffic and noise so much that it was almost like white noise. Like I almost heard so much that I didn't hear anything, mm-hmm. but when it was silent, it was like weird. I was like, wow, it's LA is quiet. Like you don't hear a car driving down the street. You don't hear uh, your neighbors fighting. Uh, it was just an awkward silence for a long time. And then it, it was over by the time I like finally was like a hundred percent comfortable. It was over. And I was like, no, wait, wait, <laughs> wait I know. Thinking, next month. No, I'm not ready. <laughs> I know when, when stuff opened up, I was like, no, no, can't we just be like, I like this. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I I I vote that we do COVID lockdowns just like once a year, <laughs> like a week or two. <laughs> I know. When I say that, some people get mad, but I I did embrace it. I enjoyed that period of time, and I was like all by myself in the middle of Manhattan, um, in an apartment, and it was a very you know when you enjoy your company, that's a very good thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I could myself too. I I don't I don't I do not care. <laughs> I do not need people. And it's not like we didn't have phones and stuff. It's not like you couldn't like, we weren't like really cut off that I like, yeah. I didn't really like I, I wasn't, I was cut off because I, <laughs> I was engaging in people more than I had before. Like you're, you're looking at Twitter, Instagram or whatever, just all up in everybody's business. I was like, Oh, I know everybody's business. <laughs> yeah. we That was a weird sense of um, where we, I felt like I did talk to more people then Mm-hmm. than I do now. And I yeah. think it's just because everybody now is busy. They've got stuff. They're going here. They're traveling and all that. You know, this, yeah. this things that's, you know, they certainly have changed. Yeah, quite a bit. Yeah, getting work done, doing Zoom calls <laughs> once a week. <laughs> Zoom call, like besides interviews, I haven't done a Zoom call to like update. Oh, really? <laughs> I, love really. With, I love with my podcast. Well, I have two podcasts. And the other one is comedians. And um, I kind of, and I will go into studio with that other one because I'm in New York. There's hardly anybody here. You know what I'm saying? And I, mm-hmm. I've i had in-person guests before and all that, but I kind of like Zoom for me because I can reach all different people in different places and then mm-hmm. I can just stay in my house. So I love, I love. Me too. I'm like, I don't have to leave. Yes. And, then, and then I'm in my sweatpants and I don't have to worry. <laughs> Me too. Right now I'm in my sweatpants. And um, when my other podcast, because I deal with comedians, sometimes I'll get a comedian. No, I want to do in studio. And I got to go hire the makeup artist. I got to go hire the studio. I'm like, you guys are now costing me before I, more money. Right. And and the Zoom is just, it's great for me. So like I, pref- I for me, I like it. You know what I mean? And uh, versus in person, because it's like, me too. yeah, and I got a great filter on this 
fucking laptop. That's another <laughs> thing. So that's awesome. So what are your general hobbies that make you, that help you? I see you have, you know, with your animals and they, that calms you, but what are other things you do that are not sex work related that just really make who you are? Um, uh, probably eating. <laughs> I do not like, I live in LA, but I don't like doing LA shit. Like I don't like hiking. Um, I don't like going to the beach. Uh, I like eating. I like going to restaurants and like, like having a chef make something and I'm like, wow, this tastes good. I love eating food. I like shopping. Um, mm-hmm. that kind of, that kind of kind of kind of has to do with porn but not but I just I like looking at stuff I like clothes um I like makeup I admire people I like people watching um probably one of my favorite hobbies um I'll go out at a restaurant with my my friends or something and like we'll like look around the restaurant and try to like guess like what are people are are they on a date are they married are they cheating like where'd they come from who are they talking about (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> restaurant oh. com- get juicy <laughs> uh-huh. oh, wow. so i'm just a chill person um i'm older than people think so the <laughs> last time i tried to hang out with people they took me skating and um i don't know why they were offended that i said i would do one lap and i did one lap and sat down and they were like like no i have nothing to prove <laughs> so <laughs> sit down anywhere that's a right. hobby for <laughs> yeah so you like uh fine dining or just or different authentic restaurant oh because you are lucky I miss LA for that Mexican food oh. yeah I like the hole in the walls like I've done I've done a couple of like you know you do like fancy dinners or whatever but like it's always a hole in the wall that's a lot lot better my yeah. my favorite my favorite type of food is um I like Italian I love Mexican food I love Mediterranean I like anything really so <laughs> If I can find it and there's like two people in there and like eight chairs, I'm like, <laughs> that's neat. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that those little hole in the walls, like especially like some of the um, Moresco spots over there in LA. Oh, my mouth is watering mm-hmm. <laughs> like right now. But <laughs> but I miss. It's weird because um, I'm originally from New York, right? But mm-hmm. I lived in LA for ten wonderful years, and I miss the culture of. LA and I miss some of the little spots that I used to go to that were so authentic and so good and then I you know and I go to New York and I'm you know what I'm saying and I'm I'm very picky when it comes to Mexican food very very picky you know what I'm saying because I I miss that once you live in SoCal oh yeah you are just spoiled yeah (laughs) the the nerve to like put sharkies next to a (laughs) (laughs) i like um yeah i love some i miss some of the spots that um i I saw some beer you remember that oh yeah oh that's that spot that spot's good that spot's good yeah that was my spot i know that (laughs) yeah oh yeah i there's places when i go back to LA I usually go to my like little stomping grounds and I I surely I miss it it was a good it was a good 10 years that I lived in Los Angeles I you know I certainly miss it so mm-hmm. yeah so that's great so how many animals you got um I have pepper oh, there pe- oh, that's pepper back there 
This is Lacey. Oh, I got look at Lacey. is so cute. Everybody's got to join my Patreon just to see your dog. Oh, how cute. Yeah. I also have a cat, and then my partner has a Frenchie. So there's three dogs uh-huh. and one cat. Um, that's it. Like, I really wanted a goldfish, but I don't I don't know. Like, dogs, dogs are way easier to take care of. I, I'm not, like, good at <laughs> taking care of other things. I can't take care of fish or plants. <laughs> fish are complicated. Without a quarter yeah. I yeah. tried tried to be a fish mom for a little bit but and that aquarium bit is like so the people that can do it okay I'm applauding but they're, I can't they're geniuses <laughs> well really just like being able to balance the water properly and and like put paying attention <laughs> I I can't yeah I'm like oh that's nice you have it and then the, those whenever you go to those people's house they'll give you like a full down lecture on the aquarium and it's like, okay, good. You know what I mean? And my my face is glazed over when they start that. I'm like, <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> so I just got a bunch of bitches. They're all girls too. Oh, they're all girls. I have all- so I I have three male dogs currently. They're in Florida with my ex partner, and then I have <laughs> two cats here in New York. But um, I had all boys. And, and, and well no what no I have one girl cat and she's so feminine and she loves pink and I love pink of course but um Lacey would love my Maxwell <laughs> oh she would yes yes now do you do the dog park because there's some nice dog parks over and uh, or no you're not a dog park person I I don't I don't like the dog parks because I feel like um a lot of people their dogs go and they are like their dogs are sick and stuff like that so okay you know i'm not trying to have like it's expensive like this bitch ate del taco she ate a she ate a two dollar burrito and uh-huh. it cost me sixty dollars at the vet because she was sick she got sick from the onions in it and <gasps> i was like sixty dollars for benadryl <laughs> so, oh my god you know, if i can avoid vet bills will avoid vet bills but oh, they, okay. they have puppy dates they do have puppy friends that come over and they oh, have okay. yeah so they're they're socialized just not just not okay. at the park <laughs> I just when I lived in LA I love Mulholland Park and the North Hollywood Dog Park those they mm-hmm. and I was there when they revamped it and that was you know that was cool and that was fun and um you know my dogs are very much they go um because my ex-partner he always uh we have a what's it what's the word like a dog mutual the dogs go back and forth okay like share uh custody of your dog yes we share custody of these animals so uh but uh yeah we they very much are accustomed but i get it with the dog bills because the uh, the smallest little chihuahua has cost they and i saw something on instagram where these animals will play sick on you and then cost you yeah. so much. Yeah, yeah. So I yeah. I applaud you for being a good pet mommy. And uh, <laughs> like, I totally get yeah. it. I totally, totally uh, get it. <laughs> I can't afford it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And people don't, don't understand because we're sex workers. They're like, oh, they can afford this. Whoa. No, man. Stuff. I'd rather not. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather not. I want to avoid. Like, come on. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like, no. And I, it's my baby. It's my animal. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, well, thank you so much, Anna, for coming on. And you're such a sweet, lovely, and I'm so impressed. Um, I'm so impressed with the producing. Like, I'm, 
Thank I'm you. applauding you for that. I didn't, I didn't really like have the recognition um, as much as I studied you, my, <laughs> but I, <laughs> you know, I realized you, you know, you're doing some amazing things and you're giving back and I so much appreciate it. And, and thank you. My little young, you know, Puerto Rican stripper is happy about what you're doing today. Um, thank can you. you. Please share with my audience where they can find you, where they can sub and everything, please. Um, you guys, please follow me on Twitter at A-N-A-F-O-Triple-X. If you have Instagram, it's what did the fox say with two X's and a period in between each word. Um, subscribe to all of my horny things on any link that buttholes show up and type okay. in Anna Fox. I should be there. Pay me money. I'd appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. And I am Marcella Lawn. So if you want to see this episode, go subscribe to my Patreon. You can go ahead and find it at MarcellaSobella.com. If you want to follow me on social media, Facebook, IG, and YouTube, it's all Marcella Sobella. My Twitter is Marcella with one L underscore L-U-V. Thank you so much for coming on Get Schooled. Yeah. If you're like me, you want to get your business ahead, but there are certain skills you need, but you just don't have. If this sounds like you, then you need to head over to Fiverr. They have a whole array of professionals that can help you in different areas, from design to writing, marketing, and more. They have you covered. I seriously can't tell you how much Fiverr.com has helped me along with this podcast. Um, I've used them so much for this podcast. It's been unreal. They make my flyers. They go ahead and um, I hired this guy to help me upload the each episode and in the beginning in order for me to be all over the place it was I was totally going on Fiverr it was I seriously just it's I've gotten so much for my business through them so please use my link which you can find in the description of this episode or you can go to marcellaalonzo.com and book there through Fiverr today you'll be glad you did